So at the time of recording this podcast, somewhat recently within the last month, my cat Carson got out for almost a week and it was legitimately one of the scariest things that's happened to me in a really long time. I was worried the entire internet was motivated and mobilized to find this cat and it made me so happy when he finally returned home. Me too, me too, of course. But you know that I have so many theories about what he was up to when he was gone. And it led me to this Twitter thread about like this crazy, crazy number of stories about cats. Specifically, the thread made the claim that cats are actually living, breathing cameras, sending information back to aliens, doing research on humans, which Carson absolutely is. I could believe that Carson might be the only alien Uh camera cat, but I know for a fact it's not the vast majority of felines. And I know this not because I'm a skeptic, but because I am a true believer (gasps) that some cats are actually people. Not in like a cute, my cat's like my sister, my cat's my soulmate way. Like I believe they're people. Okay, what? So while you were scrolling on Twitter, like a good millennial, I was on TikTok, (laughs) like a good Gen Zer. And I found this video that has haunted me ever since. It was filmed by this girl. And she talked about how when she was 14, she saw a cat transform into a man in Jamaica. And the comments were filled top to bottom with people sharing similar stories. And honestly, for reasons I will explain, this makes sense to me. Maybe today we should talk about our competing cat theories and figure out once and for all, are cats aliens, humans, or just little weirdos? Something we would only say on this podcast. (laughs) I love doing this show. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loey, your friendly neighborhood true believer, local cat lady with six either small people in disguise or walking alien cameras. I think as far as your cats go, it's a mixed bag. (laughs) (laughs) I am Eleanor, your stubborn skeptic. Sadly, not a cat owner myself. Oh, but a cat and... A cat godmother to many. A proud cat godmother to so many. Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome, and this is Internet Urban Legends. Where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for. We might scare ourselves into staying up all night. We might be adopting cats. We might be <laughs> cosplaying as Catwoman. Who knows? <gasps> One thing's for sure. We're glad to have you guys along for the ride. Mostly to protect me. I'm going into the scared. You know, I'm really excited to hear about this from you because you... Okay, you stay at my house every single time that you come into town. Mm-hmm. And I have a small functioning zoo within my home. So you don't dislike animals by any means, but you don't own any. Like, you don't have pets or, like, cats or dogs or anything. So it's crazy. I don't know. Hearing... The fact that we're doing an animal episode is kind of nuts. These aren't even yes. cryptids. They're just pets. These aren't even cryptids. Lame. They're boring old animals. <laughs> boring old animals. So let's make them interesting. You also, for the record, for the pod, you have been telling me about this video for months. Yes, because it literally haunts my every uh-huh. waking moment. Like it actually causes me genuine fear when the lights go out. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. 
With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Let's start with the TikTok video because that's what inspired this whole episode. So this is a video from a user named Riri Got Bread and it went viral in early 2022, which is when I saw it. And it's a pan around of her face while, you know, the Jordan Peele version of I Got Five on it from yeah, the Us trailer. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely bone chilling, haunting. You could put that over a video of quite literally anything and I'm going to be horrified. All the video says is, quote, 14-year-old me watching a cat turn into a man in my yard in Jamaica and becoming violently ill for days. I am a susceptible TikTok user. If I see something mildly enticing to the comments I go, I will lurk on a video for an absurd amount of time and yes. on people's accounts to get to the bottom of things. And these comments were flooded immediately with people saying they believed she was telling the truth. This might be the case with other, like, haunted or paranormal or otherworldly videos on YouTube. People like to be believers, but this was informed belief. See, I don't think that it always is like that, though, on TikTok, specifically with hauntings, because, like, I am an avid user of, like, paranormal TikTok. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, there are comments like, this isn't real. You are making this up. This is a string. This is that. Like, the fact that there was so much support on this video is crazy. And with no quote-unquote proof. No, like, yeah. This was literally just her saying what she mm -hmm. experienced. And immediately the comments were like, girl, that was a skinwalker. Like, people <gasps> had much to say. And many people had much to say. Some of them said that this is a phenomenon exclusive to Jamaica, where there is a portal to and from another dimension. But after a while, this is TikTok, right? We right. need the follow-up. The comments have demanded it. And Riri came through. She made a follow-up video explaining exactly what happened. And this one is somehow even scarier than the first. I was so fascinated. So she was at her grandpa's house again when she was 14 and she was just watching TV two or three in the morning and she hears cats fighting outside. So she's curious and she goes to investigate. She said she wanted to see a cat fight. Like, why not? <laughs> so she goes to the balcony on the second floor. And that's when her life changed forever because what she saw was so otherworldly and disturbing that she has not stopped thinking about it. She saw a white cat under a mango tree in pain. Oh, Looked no. like it was just like really going through it, right? It had a distorted and arched up back. And at first she was like, oh no, this cat's really going through it. As she watched, the face on the cat turned upside down. So like its entire head turned upside down. Imagine that. Oh my God. The body started twisting, convulsing even more violently. And eventually she watches this cat turn into a full grown adult man. She freaks out. She goes inside. It haunts her. It haunts me. Absolutely horrifying story. And I, as you know, I'm a skeptic. I'm the first to say this didn't happen. As she was retelling it, 
give her the Academy Award if so, because I believe the 14-year-old her believed that's what she saw. Yeah. I remember that video because you told me so much about it and I did watch it. But what I thought was the most wild was most of the comments aren't even about cats turning into people. They're about like even crazier things. Basically, the consensus was, yep, that's Jamaica for you, which like, (laughs) what is going on in Jamaica? (laughs) There's actually a lot going on in Jamaica, seemingly, and in the general, I guess, vicinity. Their own brand of scary shit. (laughs) Yeah, literally, like their own degree of hauntings, I guess. There was one commenter who said, my uncle in Jamaica saw a hand running with no body attached. He was so scared he didn't speak for weeks. Uh, no. No. (laughs) Immediately. In conclusion. Nope. It gives me flashbacks to many things, but I thought the Fresno Nightcrawler immediately. (laughs) Like good old Fresno Nightcrawler. Another one said, I witnessed a baby turning into a dog when I was in Jamaica. So this is the reverse. Like the baby just turned into a little dog. What a nefarious little baby. (laughs) That would scare I would punt that child. (laughs) But one of the most common comments that I saw was a variation of that's just normal in the Caribbean, girl. I get you. I believe you. It's normal in the Caribbean because of a number of, well, it's, you know, allegedly normal in the Caribbean because of a number of religions, I guess, and spiritual practices. So Riri and most of the commenters ended up believing that this was an act of obia. So Obia is similar to other African diaspora religions like Haitian voodoo or Santeria or hoodoo in that it includes communication with ancestors and spirits and healing rituals. But it differs from those religions in that there is no explicit list of deities, which I kind of found unusual. I feel like that's not typical in religions. At least there's like a list to choose from. Yeah, like there's, you know, like the fact that this is so wide, I guess, with like no specifics is interesting. It's it's very focused on individual action and less on the collective or collective ceremonies and things like that. Right. Also a heavy reliance on herbalism, healing rituals, spells. Because of that, it caused a lot of speculation, Mm -hmm. controversy, eventual banishment from British officials. Uh, Yeah. Surprised. (laughs) They thought, you know, it's interesting. I'm going to lead you down a path, but I learned about Obia today. Okay. Okay. But The British officials were definitely scared of Obia. They thought it was a source of evil and witchcraft. It was also made outright illegal in the 1700s in Jamaica and in a number of other countries like Anguilla, a number of countries. Now, the white people were afraid of Obia because they were like, we don't know what's going on. And they wanted to outlaw what they didn't understand. Jamaicans also terrified. They outlawed it back in, what was it, the 1700s, actually, because there was a slave uprising and to aid in the slave uprising, they found a man who was a practicer of Obia, and he, I guess, did something to help them with camaraderie and courage. Like, it was purely seemingly a good, positive thing. The white people got freaked out. They were like, this is witchcraft. This is scary. We're not dealing with this. We're outlawing everything, and it is punishable by death, girl. Like, it is punishable by death for slaves. So Salem witch trials, but exclusively for slaves. Pretty, pretty much. Right. So at the end of slavery, this law lapses. And once again, you should be allowed to practice Obia. But the people of Jamaica were like, hell no. Before it could even be lapsed, they put in another act so that it would still be outlawed because they also believe it's scary. Like a lot of them are also afraid of Obia. So that's honestly... What convinced me of this story? Yeah. Is that like the people who don't understand it are terrified and the people who do understand it are terrified. Now, obviously, this is not like 
some inherently evil thing, right? Like, as we talked about, a lot of it is healing. It's like herbalism. This is not, you know, some scary, startling religion exclusively or anything like that. But it does seemingly strike fear into the hearts of everyone and potentially turns cats into people, right? Really, really scary. That is fascinating. And so does it seem like the commenters then in this case, like most of them are sort of explaining these creatures away with Obia? It seems like this was a pretty commonly seen thing in Obia, like people turning into animals or people turning into cats that essentially they were saying she just saw a common form of witchcraft. Wow. And I think, yeah, it can be explained that most of these creatures, like the little hand, things like that, Mm. most people seem to think it was Obia. This is all really, really interesting. And of course, I don't know enough about like Obia to make a theory either way. But I do believe that the people who are part of the culture, who are like basically descendants of people who may have in some capacity had ties into this religion if they are scared of it mm-hmm. yeah i just a healthy amount back. of respect stay away yes goodbye yes i agree after the break let's talk a little bit about something similarly disturbing but not as fear inducing and that is just you know cats being casual little alien cameras This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's talk alien cats. I have a whopping six cats. Do you know how many cats I've had in my life? You probably don't and you would never be able to guess because I grew up on a farm. I've had cats. My family has had cats. I love cats. But there's a pretty prominent conspiracy theory that domestic house cats could be alien cameras sent to spy on us and then they report their findings back to the mothership. If you have spent five minutes in a room with my cat, Carson, you would believe this to be true. He (laughs) is not, like, right. Like, he will just be (laughs) laying in my lap. I'll be giving him attention. And I'll just watch as he stares off into space. And his eyes go so big. And I'll kind of, like, tap him. And I'm like, are you there, bud? What's going on? I've asked the vet about it. I'm like, is he having seizures? And they were like, no. (laughs) They're like, he's fine. He's just pretty weird. So I went into this theory honestly believing it from the start. 
This theory has a lot of meat to it, though. Most documents I found about it were sprawling 1,000-page Google Docs, breaking down the various ways that this theory could be true. And thankfully for my little pea brain, I found a Vice article that pretty much summarized up a post by a user named Red Spider on the Digital Chaos Forum that breaks down this theory into the essentials. So I'm going to run you through the bullet points. Number one. There's no documentation before ancient Egypt that mentions the existence of cats. And in ancient Egypt, they were worshipped as gifts from the gods. There's also a lot of stuff around ancient Egypt about how, and I've never looked too deeply into this, about how, like, the pyramids shouldn't have existed. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Aliens. Like, ali- yeah. Aliens. I know that most scientists think that Egypt was the best guest for the origin of the domestic cat, but there were certainly cat skeletons found that are older than ancient Egypt. They didn't appear on the earth. Absolutely. They did not just like spontaneously one day appear. But the key word here is domestic. Older feline skeletons found elsewhere don't provide enough evidence as to whether they were domesticated or not. And some scientists go as far to say that they definitely were not. But... Something else that's kind of fascinating with cats is that scientists claim that they are baffled by the sound of a cat's purr. They don't understand how they make the noise. They don't understand, like, basically how it's produced. I love that believers of this theory see a bunch of cat skeletons and scientists are like, we actually don't have enough evidence to say whether they were domesticated. And they're like, ignore. No, absolutely not. Like, (laughs) it simply couldn't be. The cat's purr is also, this is giving me very, scientists don't know how eels reproduce. I would sooner Mm. believe eels were aliens, actually, than cats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? They do know a little bit about the cat purr. Some of the science is unknown, but we're not completely in the dark. Mm -hmm. It's true that they don't have a specific organ, but we do know that the purring comes from this kind of rhythmic, repetitive sensor in the brain, and that sends messages to the cat's throat muscles. So causes them to twitch at a rate of 25 to 150 vibrations per second, speedy. And this makes the vocal cords separate during both inhalation and exhalation. Think of it as how the notes reverberate in opera singing. That's essentially a cat's purr. My cat Haunter purrs if you look at him. Like, he's just the most affectionate creature in the entire world. Like, he is just like, I call him little purr-purr boy. Like, he's just (laughs) chitter-chatting. And, like, this impresses me so much now. Usually when he purrs, I'm just like... Thanks for the attention, buddy. But now I realize it's like this feat of uh, <laughs> scientific phenomena. But, you know, with purring, there's a couple of interesting, not plot holes, but just like additional details about it all. The sensor that you were talking about before is called the neural oscillator. Nobody knows where that is in the cat or if it even exists exactly. This is kind of crazy to me. Like, we're on the moon sometimes, but we don't know why cats are purring? Priorities. For, honestly, Like, facts. why don't we have male birth control? There are problems that need to be addressed. Why don't we have male birth control? Great question. But in fact, nobody really knows why this would exist. Most importantly, though, scientists still don't know why cats purr. There's actually a lot more to this theory. If you do doubt it, cats are magnificent creatures. I don't doubt you on that. I imagine <laughs> I will continue to doubt this theory. But please go on. Okay, number three in my list of bullet points as to why cats are 
alien cameras. If you hold a cat's ears back and describe what you see, it's a perfect match to the cliche of the gray alien. I call my cat Gigi an alien all the time. I'll just like take her little ears and I'll smush them back and she just like gets this really <laughs> wide-eyed look. She's also ancient and has four teeth left. So like, I don't think that that helps with the <laughs> alien perspective. But you know, the classic alien, the almond-shaped eyes, these little mouths and a tiny little nose. And what? Like we made up aliens. Humans made up what aliens look like. <laughs> and they're cute. Okay. Everyone is cute. That's what I have to say. So number four, a cat can apparently see much better than us. This is, of course, true. The eyes are like bigger and better than HD cameras. And that's why aliens are using them. Because cats have this crazy ability to see everything. And that's why they're just staring all the time. That's why Carson looks off into space because he's just recording everything. And he's like, look at this bug on the wall to the aliens. Number five. Have you ever watched a cat suddenly wake up from a deep sleep and just run out of the room in an instant? It's said that this is because transmissions have arrived from the mothership and they must be alone to take them. Can you imagine Mew, my cat Mew, Boomin? How is this filling a thousand pages? How are these reasons filling a thousand page documents? I don't know, but I kind of want to get high and read it all. Like, they're literally like, cats are cats, so they must be aliens. Like, what? Well, the final bit of evidence supporting this theory is that cats survive situations that any normal animal would surely die from, such as escaping the house when you have been domesticated your entire life and being gone for six days and Lord knows what you were doing, probably flirting with other boy cats and eating grass, Carson. But they survive all these situations they shouldn't be. Like, cats can fall upside down out of a three-story building and they always land on their feet. Mm -hmm. Anti-gravity. Boom. Yeah. Cats are definitely not aliens. So I will prove it to you. I don't feel like I have to prove it to my listeners because what you just proved to me is that cats are cats, right? I can't believe you'd say this. I'm sorry. Cats okay. are good enough it's on right. their own. Right. I you, you love are kitties. Right they are my favorite, probably my favorite animal that I actually Aww. interact with. And I would like to keep them as like earthly creatures. Okay. Thank you so much. Number three and how cats look like aliens. They look like Adam Driver. Adam Driver is a human. <laughs> no. Adam Driver looks like one of those cats with the... Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Show me an alien that looks as close oh to a cat as Adam God. Driver does, and maybe I will start listening. Number five, messages about the mothership. Cats are weird, but we've also used this to explain ghosts. Like, That's cats true. just stare at things, right? Who knows what's going on in their little heads? About cats seeing better than us, that is kind of true. So do you remember in science class when you learned about rods and cones in your yes. eyes? So cats have more rods in them than cones. So what that means is they actually have black and white vision. So I doubt mm. the aliens are trying to see in black and white, but maybe. True. This is great for night vision, not so great for like daytime vision. So they only really see better than us, depending on what you mean by that. It's basically... If aliens were watching our entire existence through cats, it would be very analog horror YouTube. That kind of like <laughs> black true. and white, which to be fair, a bit of a horror show here on Earth. It might be thematically appropriate. But yeah, that's the tea on cat's eyes. Okay, okay, okay. As for the survival stuff, that is kind of true, but they're mostly just animals. So they're great hunters. Yeah. If you put me and a cat in the wilderness, the cat's going to win. But that's also true of like a bear or a wolf <laughs> or a dog or like anything that's true. not me because I'm an idiot. Right. So sure. I we also are don't know. The most domesticated of all. <laughs> Why would an alien be able to survive on Earth better than a human? 
that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would that be proof of a they cat would, being yeah. an alien, right? It's true. As for the standing on or falling onto their feet, I did always think that was weird. Scientists also think it's weird. They actually used it, like research on it, to learn how to operate space telescopes. So cats definitely have something weird going on, extraterrestrial going on in that sense, but doesn't actually point to aliens. It's not exactly anti-gravity, but the easiest answer is that cats are just super agile. And they have crazy balance. We, like, when my mom adopted our childhood cat, Nala, my queen, she lived to like 18, RAP, queenie, mm. a bunch of like neighborhood boys, she had been astray and they cut off her whiskers and she had no balance until they grew back. Because it's just like, that's like how they navigate the world. They brush their little whiskers against things. So cats are like really fascinating. Can we touch back on cats being humans? They're people. Do you think so? Uh, well, okay. I don't believe all cats are people, but I do believe that there are some people who can turn into cats, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, I don't believe they baseline started as cats, but I am side-eyeing every cat I see. Do you think it's like a Professor McGonagall thing where they can turn into the cat at will? Seemingly, but also like hella painful. Yeah, not as like simplistic. No, McGonagall was the picture of Grace. This cat was like writhing under a tree loudly. It's probably not something you can just do, you know, on the yeah. street <laughs> real subtly. Obia is no joke. And a lot of the Caribbean folk believe strongly in the transformative qualities of this religion. There's a lot of commenters who claim that they've seen this and people are not really disputing it, mm -hmm. basically. Do I think cats are aliens? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I really did try to put myself in a realm of disbelief. I wanted to be that tinfoil hat wearing. I think that my cats are aliens. I don't think that they're normal. Okay. I have six cats for those who are listening at home. I love my pets. Now, I have one senior cat named Gigi. She has four teeth. I have Carson and Lily, who are siblings. Lily is a picture of perfection. She's so normal. She does rip out my hair at night when I'm sleeping. She likes to lick my head, but she's pretty normal. Carson just like left for days and somehow survived. When I got my triplets, my little black and white kitties, they were two weeks old and they had survived for like two days without a mom. Like somehow had like made it through this. Like their eyes weren't even open. Because they're like, cats. But that's what I was gonna say. Like <laughs> right. I think that it's cool that cats are like that resilient. Like cats are really resilient. They are that girl. They really are. Like a common theme when you take a cat to the vet. Like I took Carson to the vet somewhat recently because he wasn't eating very much, and they were like, they just won't tell you if they're sick. Like they won't tell you that they don't feel good because that's just like how resilient that they're trained to be in the wild. So I don't think cats are aliens. I do think they're cool. Agreed. We want to know what do you guys think about all of this? Is something creepy going on in Jamaica with cats or cats aliens? Let us know all of your social media by using hashtag gruesome twosome. We would love to hear from you. Thank you all so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we've loved this deep dive into the world of internet urban legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of the podcast, Internet Urban Legends, for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loeybug and at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends.
Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and Ed Simpson, Fanny Baudry, and Leah Sutherland from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro, with associate sound design by Kevin McAlpine. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Lexi Kibben. Research and script writing provided by Judd Bookout. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor Barnes, a.k.a. The Gruesome Twosome. Twosome.